This MLB season preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Your bracket may bust, but your bankroll never has to with BetQL. Use promo code March30 for 30% off the entire year of BetQL. That's betql.com. Promo code March30. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure you subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Odds Crowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a 2K season long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Pixwise. Follow the Pixwise Capper Contest at Pixwise.com for free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and more. See which expert is trending hot as they battle it out for a winner takes all ten thousand dollar prize over at Pixwise.com. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge operates like a stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else by the other side. Sign up at BetterEdge.com. Promo code SGP for a free ten dollar play. That's B E T T O R Edge.com. Promo code S G P. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to S G P N. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. I got a lot of space over here. I can, I can yes. reach to my side without having the, the mass that is known <laughs> as Colby Dan sitting Colby? next to me. So I'm feeling good. I'm stretching my legs. What are we doing? The summer's almost here. Summer's almost here again. We don't know a ton about baseball. Why are you listening to this podcast? Well, we don't know a ton about baseball, but the good thing about having your own sports gambling podcast network, Ryan, is that you can hire people who know a ton (laughs) about baseball. We're going to be breaking down the AL, the NL win totals, best bets, whatever it is, because we've come to the conclusion that since we are now operating in an office, a legit studio, we're going to be watching a lot of daytime uh, baseball. I think I still have a Decker's login uh, for the baseball package. So I'll be using that and having a love affair with baseball, at least for the early part of the summer, watching a bunch of day games, betting on them. So felt like we owed it to ourselves and the audience get a little educated. What the hell is baseball? How do we make money on it? That's why we're bringing in the experts. We bet on every under, right? Yeah. Isn't that isn't that what is we learned? Is there a first half under? I know there's the what? What do they call it? The first, first four? five. First, first five. five. First five under. Should we just blindly play every <laughs> single first five under this year? I I, I think pitching's we must- ahead of hitting. I'm ready. I'm ready with my cliche. So it's statements. a good. It's a good angle, Kramer. It's and a good you know angle. what? I wanted to bring this up before we started, but I was surprised to find uh, the Yankees selling Joe Judge memorabilia. So very excited about that. All right. Well, and Ryan, I I mean, 
you you clearly just stole the Aaron Judge all rise and applied it to Joe Judge. No, it was, it was unlike th- unlike uh, Joe Judge yet to Joe Judge yet to experience a winning season. Aaron Aaron Judge has. Okay, that's disrespectful. <laughs> Why is it disrespectful? The the Joe enthusiasm Judge, that Giants fans have for a six and ten season is is off the charts. It's cute. It's Joe Judge all rise. Yeah. I'm sorry. All rise. Aaron Judge is all rise. It's very business like. You can't even keep. Well, your- you confused me with your hate. I mean, look, I'm I'm just excited to be here. Unlike you, you're I'm angry. Excited. You're angry to be here. Sean. Well, and uh, you know what? I'm not angry about giving away free merch. Merch madness for uh, uh, Apple Podcast reviews. Got a winner. God Skrilla uh, just announced him yesterday. So again, send in your uh, Apple podcast reviews for a chance to win merch madness. One more week left every Monday. Uh, here's uh, his review. NCA first half funders are paying off student loans, right? Right. Who needs student loan forgiveness when we got them covered, been a loyal listener of the podcast for two years. And I cannot thank Sean and Ryan enough. This podcast is worth a listen based on entertainment value alone. The guys are hilarious and always have interesting angles for each week's slate of games. Ryan's heater is also helping me pay off my loans. Let it ride. And breaking news. I'm 12 and five with my March madness lock. So we are, we are killing it. I was going to say it's kind of been a team. I mean, I don't want to say a team heater because there's no eyes in teams, but the (laughs) The the I know there is Colby, an eye in Colby, uh, Dan. Colby, Colby a, a little bit a bit of an anchor situation, but yeah, I think uh, I think this has been a and perhaps we can get to the reasons why when we talk baseball, but the karmic energies are mm. are, are going our direction right now, which it's means all, it's all going our which way. Which you want to stay tuned to the end of the show because I do have a uh, an absolute dart throw of a, of a future bet. So. I don't have any baseball music, so I decided to throw some badass. UFC music and uh, you looking to bet the UFC when bet has you covered looking to bet college hoops when bet has you covered looking to bet MLB. The win bet is where you want to be. Download that win bet app and you get a up to a $500 risk free bet. That's right. Up to $500 risk free bet terms and conditions to apply. Get the details over at wynnbet.com. Download the app today. And again, brought to you by the good folks over at Win Las Vegas. Beautiful casino, beautiful resort, beautiful place to watch a game, and they got it all. The generous promos, the odds, the par the parlay boosts. Love, Love me a parlay boost. Just head over to WinBet and you can download it. Winbet.com. Download the app. Let's go. <laughs> Joining us on the line to talk the American League, Malcolm Bamford. Uh, Malcolm, what's happening, man? Good evening, gents. How we doing? Uh, we're doing great, man. Good to uh, good to have you on the line here and and talk a little baseball. What a uh, you're you're obviously over in England. How did you get interested in baseball? I'm always curious. Um, probably maybe about six years ago, I was on holiday in Florida doing all the Disney thing when the children were small. So after a busy day of theme parks and swimming pools, they were asleep by eight o'clock. And I've got nothing to do in my hotel room but to put sport on the telly. And it was over Easter when I was there. So it was opening day, opening weekend. Uh, and I watched baseball every night for a fortnight. And I think the Mets started 10 and 0 that year. So when I came back, I, I was following 
that winning streak and I followed it ever since. And I realized then being a DJ, how much <laughs> opportunity there was. Hashtag I was like, well, this happens only. every day. This happens every day for six months. <laughs> you're kidding me. Like you're never more than 10 hours away from another baseball game. Um, so it absolutely landed in my lap and um, yeah, I've got hooked ever since. And I was going to say, there's something extra special uh, in terms of a slap in the face to, to all the American <laughs> America's pastime people. We're bringing a guy from across the pond to talk it. So suck it. Well, uh, and it's, also, it's also very funny that the Mets helped him fall in love with baseball because if you talk of talk to any sort of Mets fan. It's the, it's the exact opposite experience. Well, I have kind of since learned, I'm a Newcastle supporter, premier oh. league and everyone who knows anything they liken the two teams. Like if there's a way to fuck it up, Newcastle and the Mets will find that way. So I've fallen into two horrible teams to support. So well, they, they mirror each other. And, and we're also joined here on the line for con- another contributor from sports gambling podcast.com and the NBA gambling podcast moon off Manji moon off. What's happening, man. Hey, what's going on? You guys glad to be on with you guys. Uh, I'm a little flustered here with Malcolm's uh, accent here, man. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is weird to hear a, a guy with an English accent talk baseball. You ever heard a guy with an English accent sing, take me out to the ball game. <laughs> Didn't think uh, so. No, maybe we should get a little rendition <laughs> from him at the end of the podcast. <laughs> that would be a hell of a drop. So now moon off, uh, wh- wh- where are you at with baseball? You've, you grew up in the Houston area, but uh, are we, yeah. were you Stroh's fan your entire life? Uh-oh. So either uh, the way that I got, you know, kind of introduced to baseball was, you know, when we were like, I was a kid going to elementary school, um, you know, it would be an early bedtime, like eight, nine o'clock. So, you know, at that point as a kid, you're not falling asleep. So I had these, you know, headphones with AM FM radio <laughs> on it. So I would kind of catch the tail end of, of the Astros radio broadcast. And that's how I kind of fell in love with the game, you know, and, and ever since then, you know, I've been a supporter of the Astros, but I'm, I'm a bigger Red Sox fan. I don't know if you guys can see the shirt and, and I kind of (laughs) got some gear here in my, uh, in my little man cave here. So, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it here to Ryan a little bit. Oh, love it, love uh, it. Going head to head. This is getting me excited for baseball because you know when I was a kid, that was when I followed it the most. And I actually probably as a kid, the the baseball team I was, uh, you know, especially growing up was uh, I was more into the White Sox because I was living out in Colorado. I was an Eagles fan because my dad bred that into me. But this is pre MLB ticket, pre internet. <laughs> And we were able. One of the channels we and got. Your dad didn't give a shit about baseball. That also, yeah. <laughs> but one of the one of the channels we got was WGN. So I got every yeah. Chicago White Sox game, and it was when they had Frank Thomas, the big hurt. It was uh, they were really a fun team to root for. Always, always blew it. Like couldn't actually pull it out in the playoffs. But and it was and wearing that uh, black and like silver Chicago White Sox hat, pretty mm-hmm. badass. And WA helped uh, give it some street cred. <laughs> Doctor Dre, shout out to him. Uh, all right, AL East. We'll kick it off. AL East. Kramer is rocking his his Yankees T-shirt. Couldn't even upgrade it to a jersey. I'm actually wearing my Eagles style baseball jersey <laughs> because I don't have any actual uh, baseball I, team gear. I thought about going with Donnie baseball. I thought about going with Mariano Rivera, but uh, again, I was shocked to find a Joe Judge Yankees shirt. So I'm all in the mood for the Giants. Let's go. All either all rise or 
All rise. And by the way, Muna, Very I'm glad we met uh, later in life because younger, younger me would have already called you something horrible <laughs> and we, we wouldn't be friends anymore. So I'm glad we can get past this already. All right. <laughs> let's take a look over unders uh, and, and odds win the division Tampa Bay, 86 and a half Yankees, 95 and a half Toronto blue Jays, 85 and a half Orioles all the way down to 64 and a half Red Sox, 80 and a half. And uh, Red Sox eighteen to one to win the division. Orioles eighty to one. Toronto four to one. I, th- I think those are all like added zeros. Some of them are added zeros, right, Malcolm? No, th- I, there's not too many added zeros. Okay. I, I think that might have been the rogue one you found on the Phillies. <laughs> I was trying to do American odds. I was trying to be clever. <laughs> well, and, uh, I, and I was gonna. And I, before Sean rattles off all the odds, I also wanted to compliment you on calling the. The Blue Jays, the BJ, like t- titling the Blue Jays as the BJs <laughs> in the BJ's. sheet. I, I enjoyed that one. I was, and I, was, and I may have said, I may have said forty to one. They're four to one. <laughs> Yankees minus one seventy five favorites, and Tampa Bay plus three fifty to win the division. I, I'll leave it up to the experts again. I don't know shit, but the Red Sox at eighteen to one to win the division. The Red Sox always seem to find a way to be competitive, especially in years where. They're kind of seen as like ah, uh, they're they're not going to do anything this year. It's a rebuilding year for the Sox. That's kind of when they Boston th- used to be the American underdog story. Yeah. No, and it seems like that's when they not seem to succeed is when they don't have a a ton of high price free agents and they kind of find that team that gels and and kind of win in surprising fashion. Moon off. I'll let you get things going. What is jumping out to you? Maybe an over under win the division. What do you like in the AL East? Yeah, this is going to be a little painful for me because I kind of do have to go with the New York Yankees here oh. in the AL East. Um, you know, I don't like it at the minus price for a season long bet, but I mean, you know, with what the Yankees have on the offensive, you know, in their in their projected lineup, I mean, you take a look top to bottom, you know, DJ LeMahieu, a guy that can bat above 300 any given season. It's a very versatile guy. You can play all three infield positions at first base, second base, and even third base. And then you add your guys, your heavy hitters with Aaron judge, Aaron Hicks and Stanton. And then the guy I'm really looking out for this season that might have an MVP caliber year for the Yankees is going to be Galeber Torres. You know, I picked him up in our, um, uh, our SGPN uh, fantasy baseball league. So I'm really high on him this year. Uh, but as much as it pains me to say, I, I think the Yankees are going to be the class of the um, AL East. The one concern I do have with the Yankees is going to be their pitching rotation. Right after Garrett Cole, obviously the favorite to win the Cy Young Award this year. I mean, we know what he's capable of. But the guys that they kind of have after him, uh, Corey Kluber, they picked up um, Hermaine, um, or I forgot his last name, and then. Um, Jamison Talon, uh, Tyon, they picked up. So some of these guys, I mean, uh, Jermaine coming off a suspension in 2020 Kluber, he has been battling injuries with the shoulder injury. He didn't pitch last season. And then um, Severino, who's another guy that they're supposed to get back, but he's coming off a of Tommy Johnson surgery. So that's the concern that I do have with the Yankees is they're starting pitching. But as far as who I like in this division, it is going to be the New York Yankees. Oh wow! So would you maybe go uh, over uh, ninety-five and a half instead of taking the division price? Yeah, at that point, I think this team is capable of getting two ninety-seven, possibly even triple-digit wins. Uh, you know, with the lineup that they do have, and again, they do have one of the best bullpens in the American League, also. So um, as long as Chapman isn't pitching in the playoffs, 
Uh, I think they have a great chance in the regular season to win games. What about what about your Red Sox? Are you go? Are you brave enough to take the over at eighty one? Are they a five hundred team this year? I think so. Uh, I think the concern again with the Red Sox is also going to be their pitching. I mean, if you take a look at their their um, their uh, lineup, they have guys that can hit in that in that lineup, right? Xander Bogarts is a guy that can bat close to three hundred. We know what JD Martinez can do with his bat. A guy that can get you thirty plus home runs and close to a hundred RBIs. Uh, Rafael Devers, another you know sneaky guy that could also kind of cre- creep his way into the AL MVP conversation. Um, and the one guy that you do want to look out for for the Red Sox is going to be that rookie first baseman, uh, Bobby Dalbeck. Uh, he's the guy that's had a really good spring training here for the Red Sox. Um, so you know they have guys in their farm system that they can also bring up. But in eighteen games so far. Here in the spring training for Bobby, he's had uh, 51 plate appearances. He's batting 311, seven, seven home runs, 16 RBIs, and 15 runs scored. So for a team that you know lost Mookie Betts, uh, they lost their best center fielder and Jackie Bradley Jr. I think this is a guy that can you know really kind of pick up that um, the slack on the on the batting side for the Red Sox. What about you, Malcolm? Is it is it just basically the Yankees to lose at this point in the AL East? Any any value you're finding on these over unders that win the division? Yeah, I've got I've got one that I picked out. I think the Yankees will win the division. Um, as Munaf says, the rotation is possibly a little bit shaky. They've got three or four injury risks. If they're struggling halfway of the season, they'll just throw the checkbook at it though, because they can't. Um <laughs> Tampa Bay are always underrated. They want to be underrated. It's kind of their thing. Um they I think they lost Snell this year. The rotation, uh, Archer, Wacker Hill, it's a little bit in there. They do the crazy bullpen thing. They'll have 25 different guys get saves. Um, but I think they're, they're relying on the rookie Rosarena. Um, and I, as much as every year everyone wants to underrate them, I think this is a step too far for them. Toronto are fun. They've got a lot of young players. They've added a couple of good players. George Springer came in. Um, but I think there'll be other years for them. I think we'll be talking about Toronto in two or three years and uh, moon after. So the bet I picked out um, was the overs on Boston. So 80 and a half. Um, there's two or three different projection systems that I look at. And what I'm really looking for is a disparity in the, a real disparity in the projection compared to what the bookmakers have got it up. So this 80 and a half, I've got Boston at 85 games, which is a big swing, four and a half. It's four and a half games over. Um, I think they're going to be sneaky good. They haven't got much pitching. You're right. I like Nadia Valdi. They could do with Erod getting fit. Um, but their hitting's great. Verdugo, Martinez, Bogart, Steves, like you said, uh, Bobby Dalback can hit it out. Um, so they won't get close to New York, but we don't want to take the, 170, uh, the minus 175. But, uh, Boston over um, is the way for me. That's the one. So Sean, you're telling me I can buy a house today <laughs> for a million dollars. Yeah. Or million seven, five. And in, in a, in a year or six months, it'll be worth 2.75. Seems Sign like a good, good investment. Up. But I would say this as someone who has been observant of the AL East for many years, mm. this is the kind of season where Tampa Bay does poke their stupid head up because of their stupid analytics. And they're stupid. Yeah. Everyone gets a save, and and they they have a whole bunch of random close wins, and they play good defense, and all this shit. Uh, so yeah, if I'm take, I'm not, I'm never gonna take the Red Sox. The Reds, what the Red Sox did <laughs> by winning a championship in 2004, I, I'll never forget this. I moved to LA, 
And it was so much, everyone hated the Red Sox. And I remember the first time I was in Barney's Beanery, Santa Monica Boulevard, Los Angeles, and I saw a non fan of baseball wearing a pink Boston Red Sox hat. And I'm like, fuck, yes. Now they are the Yankees. The Red Sox have become the Yankees. They're worst. The thing they hated the most. They've and become. So you can never go back to that chippy underdog. You can never go back between Tom Brady and the pink Red Sox hat because of it's 2004. Boston wheel, can never go back. I hope they enjoy. I hope things go poorly for them. And we're talking about a situation where maybe even they're worse than the Orioles. I know this is outlandish, but. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's what crazy. I would say about that. As far as what I'm betting on, yeah. this Yankees team is the like the Yankees teams of old. Malcolm and, and Munaf through arguments, valid arguments as to where the the crack in the armor might come. But you're only talking about it in the context of there being a castle on the other side of that fucking wall. So I think I think like lot for someone else to win this division, I think the Yankees probably have to suffer like two large scale injuries. And, and to the earlier point about, uh, about, uh, can we call him Derek Jeter 2.0? Is that, is that too fast? But uh, you know, if you want to have some fun, I was going to save this to the end, Sean, but we are talking about my Yankees. If you want to have some fun, 25 to one, is that the number on him to win the, uh, the old MVP? labor tours. Yeah. I actually that, got down down that one. Also, that's a fun bet. Mm. Uh, that's a Homer pick for me, but it's also a fun bet for a guy who is on the uh, crescendo, as they say, not even near his prime Sean. All right. Well, I, I, I think uh the Red Sox feel like a 500 team to me. Just take the BJ's. You like we we, we I lost too I'm much not, money fading Oral in yeah, the tournament. Yeah, we can't we can't continue to fade them. Moving over to the AL Central, you got the Twins win total 88 and a half, Indians 80 and a half, White Sox 91 and a half, KC Royals 71 and a half, Tigers 68 and a half, Tigers 50 to 1 to win the division, Royals 40 to 1, White Sox minus 120, Indians plus 750. Twins plus one forty. It seems like I missed my window of when it was a good time to be a Chicago White Sox <laughs> fan. Moon off. It does seem everyone is just kind of penciling the White Sox in. I mean, their World Series odds are ten to one. Do you see yeah. any other value uh, in the AL Central here? Maybe, maybe the Twins make a run at them. What's your lean here? I, I think the White Sox are the. I think it's going to be a two horse race between obviously the twins and the white Sox, but a team that I do want to point out in this, um, in this division is, is the Kansas city Royals that nobody is really talking about. And I'm not saying that they're going to win the division, but this is a team that could may compete for a wild card spot in, in the, in the American league. And I know it's a long shot, but if you kind of take a look at their projected lineup, I mean, it's, it, it has some guys that can hit for average. It has guys that can get on base and and steal bases and they have their power guys in this lineup also. So if you're going to follow this team, that this might be a good team to kind of bet on overs uh, in, in game situations, whether it's eight and a half, nine, nine and a half runs uh, for, for their daily games. But I think this is a team that nobody is really talking about. I mean, they picked up Andrew Benatendi from the Red Sox. Um, to kind of replace Alex Gordon there in the outfield. Um, and then they have Mondesi, obviously the guy that can really steal bases for this team. And then you have your power guys, Carlos Santana and the Jorge Soler, who are guys that can, you know, really smack the ball and, and get you home run. So uh, the downfall for this team is going to be their their pitching rotation. And I think they don't really have a true ace on this team, but kind of going back to who's going to win this division, I do think it is going to be the White Sox. I mean, if you kind of take a look at their their lineup, I mean, I, I love this lineup with 
with Tim Anderson and, and, and Jose Abreu who won the MVP last year. And they have Lewis Roberts who is battling the injury, but the, another guy to kind of look out for, for rookie of the year is Andrew Vaughn who is going to take the place of uh, Eloy Jimenez, who they lost to a uh, torn peck for four to six months. So, um, you know, this, this lineup is, is deep and I, and I love this lineup for them to go on and win this division. Yeah. I mean, certainly making a, making a strong case. I, I like again with these over under win totals, all these low ones are always so tempting when the team isn't complete dog shit and the Royals only being three more than the tigers win loss wise. It, it seems like over on the Kansas city Royals. I mean, to go 72 and 90, you're cashing. That seems like a very reasonable goal for this team. I guess the division is top heavy there with the white Sox, Indians and twins. So maybe they get, they get kind of sucked up there and uh, you know, don't have a shot, but it, it 71 and a half does feel really low. Malcolm, where are you at with the uh, AL central? Um, I think the injury to um, Eloy has absolutely blown this wide open. He was really the the central the central cog in the in the White Sox yeah, machine. Huge um, loss, and it was just a nothing injury as well. He went up, he climbed a wall to try <laughs> yeah. and bring a ball back that was ten foot over his head. I never understand, and as, I don't know if this is a, a a lot of the British people who follow baseball. What spring training is an absolute bloodbath. Like it seems to, you seem to get more injuries than an NFL preseason where you've got 250 pound fellas trying to kill each other and baseball's a, a bat and ball sport. And every season there's so many injuries come out to spring training. You're, you're, you're um, right. So the, Eli wanna... the, that, that injury was so bizarre. Cause he climbs the fence and then he gets like his shoulder caught on the fence. And again, the ball is nowhere close. It's also a spring training game and these spring training games, they're even meaningless by spring training. Well, do rules. we know if he had like maybe a side piece in the stands? He was trying, <laughs> He's to, trying show to show off, off for it I is mean. Florida. Very, very uh, open lifestyle there, but you're right. Maybe that is, that is what opens up the division. So you were saying you think uh, maybe one of these other teams has a shot. Yeah. So I think the white Sox are good, but they're not too deep. The They've got a pitcher called Dylan Cease, who I really like. Um, Minnesota will push them close. Nelson Cruz never, he just defies the aging process. Um, every year people expect regression. It never comes. I've got Nelson Cruz in all my fantasy teams. He'll be a great DFS player as well. Um, the two bets, one of them is the White Sox to go under. Um, and again, this is a big gap. We've got the the line set at 91.5. I've got them down at 84, which is a big swing. Mm. Uh, and the second one is something that we've all just mentioned. Munaf's talked about it. Um, Kansas City, um, it's 71 and a half. I've got them at 77. Um, so the two bets, the, the almost one really begets the other is that the Kansas might take a few more games off Chicago in the division. Um, Chicago go under and Kansas go over. Well, I'd love to know, Malcolm, what is your, your, your speaking of this system? What do you got? What do you got cooking up in your, uh, in your analytics system as far as coming up and uh, projecting these numbers? What I do is have you heard of Google? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have. Yeah. Okay. Let's not go overboard. What I do is I find I've got two or three um, websites. They do the work. Yeah. I'm not pretending I've done the work here. Let's not go overboard. Um, they do the, there's two or three systems that I like and I trust more and I'll use them for fantasy. I'll use them for daily fantasy uh, and I'll use them for stuff like this. Um, and if there's a, when I was picking these, I, I was looking for a disparity of something between five and six games on what the bookies set 
compared to what these uh, what these projection systems are. Um, I think it's possibly a UK bookmaker thing as well. Um, I don't know if the American lines maybe will be a little bit closer because we they won't take as much action over here. So they might. I got some really good lines last year. I talked about it a few times. Um, just because they set the odds at the start of the season and didn't factor in the 60 game season. So I ended up with the Marlins at 500 to one when they made the playoffs. Like they, in oh, fact, they, yeah. they, they made it through one round of the playoffs. Um, so I had a fun little sweat on that. So I do think you, you, if you're using a, a British bookmaker, you can sometimes find a little bit more value, but don't be under the illusion that I'm sitting churning numbers. You don't have to pay your little, your little computer um, drop because that's not me what I'm doing is finding some projections that I use and trust and I'm comparing them to what the what the bookies have got up I like uh, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll you know I like my uh, my nerdy sites and and most of these if you started when we started Sean these were like uh, under the table now they're not but fan graphs if you are in I would imagine if you're doing any sort of baseball betting fantasy at all. You're, you're on fan graph. So okay, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to say, fan oh, graphs, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. You, if you're that, doing that this five minute answer, I just gave you could have been condensed <laughs> to the word fan graphs. Exactly. If you're, if you're doing this at all, you gotta, you gotta be on fan graphs. And I, and I would expand on what these guys have said. Mm. If you just faded Detroit, uh, Chicago and Cleveland, the bigger cities and you uh, backed <laughs> Minnesota and Kansas city in this division over the past 20 years, you'd probably be doing pretty well. Minnesota is one of those teams that will just perennially they they will overperform what they're supposed to do. 88 and a half. This seems crazy, Sean. They won 101 games in 2019. They were on a pace to win 97 when things got canceled last year. Yeah. Why wouldn't we just take this over again? I love what you guys are doing with the the Royals over as well and kind of fading the White Sox angle. But for me, the angle here. I'm going to take the over on the twins wins. I don't see how this isn't a 90 win team. And you know, perhaps this is just like my Detroit lions of major league baseball. And I'm just <laughs> high, strangely high on them for no Could good reason. Kneecaps. Who's their Matt uh, Stafford? But, you know, like when I was doing fantasy baseball, like I had Miguel Sanu in my minor league squad when he was like 16. So I feel like I've known this guy for a lifetime. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately feel like I've known about him since the early two thousands. And I'm just, it just, it seems to me that there's no reason to believe this team has regressed 10 wins. So let's take the over. All right, like it. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Royals over and then uh White Sox under just cuz that injury and they're probably a little overhyped. Oh, BetQL baby. Perfect time to sign up for that annual subscription of BetQL. You got you got a 162 game season ahead of you. You need a little extra help, need a little extra data. BetQL.com, they got you covered. Use that promo code March30. Only a couple days left. You get 30% off the annual subscription. That's right. BetQL.com. Promo code March30. Again, they got you uh, covered every day, every play. They got an angle, doing some deep dive in the analytics. Like Malcolm said, let someone else do the heavy lifting. Just go to BetQL.com, use the promo code March30, get 30% off. Also, talking about odds crowd. You're right. Everyone has been uh, watching me it make my run. <laughs> Right now I'm in second place of the March Madness contest, Ryan. I gotta write this. Currently down. cashing twenty five hundred. We'll see if I can hang on. Friend of the show, Alan Cooley, is in first place. I'm Love trying that. to take him down. Really could use that twenty five hundred dollars. The contest entry was free, and uh, the app is free. 
and they're doing a ton of free contests. They're doing a $500 weekly contest free. They're doing a $2,000 season long MLB contest. Again, if you're picking all these games, track your picks, but why not also enter the contest chance to win two grand completely free. Just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash odds sports gambling podcast.com slash odds. That'll take you right to the uh, odds crowd app link and uh, they'll get you covered. New slogan for them. Yes. Come watch Sean. <laughs> Everyone is just staying. They're sitting by their phone. I wonder how Sean did. Refreshing. Are you a gambling voyeur? Yes. Do you like watching Sean Campbell? <laughs> Peer through the blinds. <laughs> AL West. We got the Oakland A's, 87 and a half. Astros, 87 and a half at the win total. Mariners, a horrible 71 and a half. Angels, 83 and a half. Rangers, 67 and a half. Rangers forty to one, Angels plus three fifty to win the division, uh, Mariners twenty eight to one, and Astros and A's tied at plus one thirty eight to win the division. Moon off, is this the year the Angels finally figure it out? I, I feel like they have Mike Trout, and yet they still can't figure out. The guy wins the MVP every single year. It feels like, and they still can't figure out how to get in the playoffs. Is this the year they do it? Yeah, I think the big sexy pick this season for for this uh, coming season has been the Angels winning that AL West, but I just don't see it. I mean, the the pitching rotation that they have, I mean, they don't have a true ace on this team. I mean, they have guys that have the capability, but if you kind of take a look at the projections, they're all projecting their starting rotation for their guys to have an ERA above four. I mean, the offense we know with led by Mike Trout and, and they get Otani back this season from, you know, surgery and they have Anthony Rendon, who's a guy that can bat above 300, you know, so they have a good lineup. It's just the biggest question for me for the angels is, are they going to have enough pitching for them to take down this AL West division? And I don't think it is. And for me, and I'm not trying to sound like a Homer, but I think it's going to be the Astros this season. I mean, Mm -hmm. I do know that they lost. George, George Springer to um, to the Blue Jays, but they have more than enough on this team to kind of um, you know replace that loss of George Springer. They got Michael Brantley back, which was big for them. Um, and then you know they just announced, I think today or yesterday, that Jose Altuve was going to lead off for this team. So expect him to bounce back this year. And then you kind of go down their lineup, Alex Bregman. He's the, I think the second favorite to win AL MVP um, in the American league. And then Carlos Correa is up for a contract. So, he, you know, he's going to try to have a big year. The two guys that I am looking out for number one for the Astros is going to be Kyle Tucker that people are talking about Hey, you know, this might be the year that he kind of takes that leap and, and becomes the player that the Astros expected coming out of his farm system. And then the other guy is going to be Jordan Alvarez. I mean, we saw what he did in 2019 when they brought him up. And I think in 81 games, he hit 27 home runs at 80 plus RBI. So I think, you know, this is a guy that can definitely compete for the uh, home run title uh, in, in the MLB this season. And you kind of go down to their pitching rotation, obviously, you know, Justin Verlander, he's out uh, with an injury this year. So not sure if they're going to get him back. If they do, it won't be till September, October, but you kind of go down Lance McCullers. are getting back. Zach Grinke. We know what he can do. And then the the two guys that you're kind of looking out for is Framer Valdez. You know, he did have a uh, injury to his finger, but they kind of got back news that, you know, it's healing. So he doesn't need to have surgery on it. And then Jose or Katie is another guy to kind of look out for, for this Astros rotation. Um, who Who's going to, you know, kind of take that place for um, Justin Verlander. So 
I really like the pitching rotation for the Astros, you know, parlayed that with their uh, lineup. And I kind of like them to uh, take down the AL West this year. Uh, do you think Altuve will struggle not knowing uh, what pitches are coming? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to throw that one in there, Moonoff. Come on, yeah, and a tough, course, yeah. tough time for poor Moonoff. I mean, you know, the Houston Texans not deal with a number of issues on and off the field. Then the Astros, although the Astros, you know, they 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 got their ring. I so. mean, then and Jesus Christ, talk about a, a organization that benefited from a pandemic. <laughs> no, one, everyone's forgotten. It seems they would like, have right? gotten just so many more times. We're just excited. Baseball's back, like whatever. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I uh, it, it, of course, you have the Homer approach. I wouldn't, I would, wouldn't expect anything less. But yeah, and uh, go ahead. Oh no, no, yeah. What, what were you gonna say, sir? I was gonna say, you know, we've heard from teammates around Jose Altuve that you know last season, you know, he just wasn't mentally right, and you know maybe the whole <laughs> scandal was getting to him, and and but they're saying that he looks like himself again. So you know, if he's in that start, if he's leading off for this team, I think you know this is a guy that could possibly lead. Uh, the American League and hits also, and he has that capability. We know he does. You know, outside of not knowing what pitch is coming, but <laughs> you know, is- so, feeling like his old self to me, I translate to figuring out a new system that they that they that they uh, Look, doesn't this involve is an organization that this is this is the only sports organization uh, I think, to my knowledge, to be. Uh, indicted for any some sort of wiretapping after they hacked the Cardinals, then they're caught <laughs> cheating and other. I mean, you don't think that they're on the the precipice of how to cheat in baseball? Next level. I, I am sure certain they've figured out a way to put it. Well, look, and then why would you not take them? Well, l- let's let's do a little bit of work here. Elon, he wants to move to Texas, right? Yep. Maybe he wants to move to Texas because he's found some beta testers for his brain chip. And maybe this brain chip is the next generation of pitch stealing mm. technology. I like it. Ah, just just throwing it out. There. I can see how can't Altuve confirm is. nor deny any of this stuff, but it, <laughs> I'm connecting some dots. Well, what about you, Malcolm? What's your what's your take on this uh, AOS, which seemingly you know A's Astros, and then you know the rest? Where are you at with it? Yeah, I think it is a match. We start with the LA Angels. Um, they just. Or unable to put a team around Trout. Uh, Moonaf said already the the rotation isn't enough, and there was a lot of starting pitches on uh, either free agency or available for trade last year. The Dodgers improved. The Padres signed all of them. There was um, the Mets spent money, and the Angels just didn't. They just sat on their hands. Um, they get Show here back. Show is fun. Um, he's, I think he's the player who most people are rooting for. Um, you don't get a, a genuine two-way player um, who can who can start and hit as well as he does. But they've just got um, nothing around them. They've still got Justin Upton and uh, Albert Pujols in the lineup. We were both old. Um, so yeah, it comes down to a match for me. It's Oakland and Houston. Oakland are always around. The lineup's a bit boring. We know what we're going to get. They've got some decent young pitchers, and their bullpen looks really good. We haven't had much bullpen chat yet, but Rosenthal, Deepman, Petit, Trevino, Kolarek are all strong. Um, but I think Houston will have a little bit too much for them. And um, Moonoff mentioned Kyle Tucker and um, Jordan Alvarez. So I think Houston will take the division, and that leads to my pick for this division, which is the under on Oakland. These were all oh, a little bit nice. tight. There wasn't a, there wasn't a big disparity in in the projections and the in the lines. Um, I've got Oakland at eighty three, where the line was eighty seven and a half. Um, if you wanted. Another fun one you mentioned earlier on, Sean, taking some of these poor teams. Um, the Texas over. Um, I've got Texas at 71. 
uh, where they are projected at 67 and a half. So there's a, there's a little gap there. Um, hard, the horrible team, pitching's horrible, the new stadium's horrible. Um, they've only got three bats projected uh, to bat over 250. But they've got some power in there and they, they'll win games. And I think 71's a good number. So Oakland under, Texas over, but I do think Houston will win the uh, division. Win the and one thing set. to note for for those looking for a full season system that isn't just heading over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MLB picks to Ooh, get your get yes. your picks from Malcolm Munoff every day, every game. And Will who'll be joining us shortly for the NFL but or the uh, the NL. Uh but I would also say this that if you're someone, you know, one of the systems I used to deploy, Sean, hmm. was is, it a simple system? Is a simple system really around fading unreliable starting pitching on Overvalued uh, teams, generally like teams like the Yankees, the Red Sox, they travel to the road to take a team like Seattle on or Texas. And the pitcher is maybe someone in the AJ Burnett. Uh, I always use him as the example because AJ Burnett was just a giant piece of shit on the road. And <laughs> But but he was on a really good team and he was generally favored and you're generally able to fade a pitcher like this at a plus dog price. I usually try to target between plus 120 and plus 180 so you don't get too crazy out of control. But that's uh, so you you might if you're looking to bet on games every day, you might actually want to take a look at some of these bad teams for spots against, you know, that number 3, that number 4 starter on a top brand name team like the Yankees, like the Astros, like the Red Sox. So just a little, you know, betting advice from me 10 years ago. I'm sure it still applies. Like Sean says there, that's the absolute best thing about betting on baseball. Thursday opening day, everybody's trying. Everyone's got their A starter out. August the third next year, um, <laughs> that's when you really get amongst it. You have a look what's what pitches, what have the bullpen been doing this week. The bullpen's arms might be hanging off. Is it going to be a bullpen day? If the is it the fifth pitcher? And because the the odds makers have only got kind of one day to react and get those prices up. Like I say, you're never more than 10 hours away from the next game. That's when you can find a Rick. That's when you'll find a, a, a problem when you've got Detroit um, away at Minnesota on a Tuesday afternoon. That's this kind of angle you'll get in. So yeah, it is a bit of a grind and you have to, you have to look for it. So if you've got a couple of hours, look for one, you'll find one. I like it. Take your free time, invested in grinding out MLB <laughs> every day. You guys are going to be uh, killing it, I'm sure, with the picks over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, before we uh, switch gears, get to the NL, bring on, uh, bring on Will. Talk NL. Do you guys have any to win the American League? Any pennant bets? Any uh, player futures? AL MVP? Anything like that? Uh, you want to toss out here? And uh, Munaf, I'll let you go first. Any anything, you know, for the AL, jump out at you. Yeah, quickly. I mean, we already mentioned uh, Glaber Torres, like Ryan said, twenty-five to one to win AL MVP. And then I kind of circled in on um, home run leaders. Some a couple guys that kind of come out of uh, the American League, and um, three guys were Jorge Soler of the uh, Kansas City Royals, uh, Jordan Alvarez. I got him down at twenty to one who was with the Astros, and then. Um, the Cleveland Indians cleanup hitter, Fran Mel Reyes. I found a big mismatch on, on one of my books uh, at 150 to one. Oh. This is a guy oh that can, God. this is a guy that can get you 35, 40, 45 home runs. And he has the power of you know, at some of the other books I'm seeing around, you know, 20 to one, 30 to one, 40 to one. So 
you know, if you kind of kind of find a book that's kind of sleeping, you know, that was the one that I found 150 to one. Um, and then I, I think for the AL Cy Young, I, I think it's going to be the two favorites. It's either going to be Garrett Cole or, or Shane Bieber of the Indians. Um, I just don't see anybody outside of those two guys, you know, sneaking up on on the dominance that these two guys have ha- have had over the past two years. And um, yeah, I mean, those were the ones I kind of want to point it out to everybody. But yeah, those nice. are the uh, awesome Torres. I mean, I, I think just the, like it's fun because it's a it's a it's the Yankees. Yeah, it's a Yankee team that's going to be good, and he could be an exciting player on that team. So <laughs> that just goes to show you how much as a Red Sox fan that I'm betting on a yeah. Yankee player. To Emotional have hedge. Set. I like it. Munaf likes money more than he likes the Red Sox, so <laughs> we like that. Munaf. Uh, what about what about you, Malcolm? Any uh, any AL pennant plays? AL MVP? Cy Young? What's what's jumping out at you? Yeah, there's a couple of players jumped out. One is the the stolen base leader. Now I love this market because you don't have to be on a good team to win it. Um, in fact, it sometimes helps to be on a, on a team who are trying to manufacture runs rather than hit it over the fence all the time. Now, uh, Adalberto Mondesi is even money. Um, I'm not tipping him up. You get good chalk and bad chalk. This is good chalk. If you want to season long, better even money, he's projected 52 steals, which is 17 more than his closest rival. <laughs> but the one I didn't pick out um, down the list is, Andres Jimenez from Cleveland. Um, what we need, first of all, if Mondesi stays fit, he wins. What you're looking for is A, Mondesi to win time, and then it's ab- uh, to, lose, to lose time. Then it's absolutely wide open. Jimenez has projected 21, but only in 123 games. I think he's going to play more games. He's won the starting shortstop job in Cleveland. So pro rata, you bump that 21 up to 30-something, Mondesi hurts his leg. He goes in 80 to one is the bet on Andres Jimenez. Yeah, and now we know if Malcolm's taking a trip to the States in the summer to visit a <laughs> random city in the Midwest, and then all of a sudden Mondesi's out for a, a little four to six week stretch, we know what happens. So he's, he's taking care of him. Full Tonya Harden experience. <laughs> Great pull. Oh, yes. Great pull. Yes. Well, uh, Munaf, thanks for joining us. Make sure you give Munaf a follow on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Check out uh daily MLB and NBA picks over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and uh co-host there mixing it up yeah. on the NBA gambling real, podcast. Real two-way player. The Mike Trout. Five <laughs> five way uh five what is it? Five more two like, players. More like two the Deion Sanders if Deion <laughs> played basketball too. Exactly. You're going to, yeah, play in a World <laughs> Series game and NFL game in the same week. Appreciate it, Moonoff. Good luck Thank with the you picks. Guys. Thanks for having me. See you, bro. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking NL in just a second. Before we do, let's check. Let's talk about picksWise.com. PicksWise. You like free picks? Of course you do. What's not to like about free picks? Every game, every day, every sport. Pickswise.com has you covered. NBA, MLB heating up. Of course, college basketball finishing strong. They're closing it out in their $10,000 winner take all cap or contest. Again, you want the March Madness picks? They get you covered. Pickswise.com slash March dash madness. Pickswise.com slash March dash madness. They got you covered. And again, all sports too, NBA and MLB, NHL, pickswise.com. I saw them giving out some uh, like crazy seven team NHL parlay that hit. Uh, they do a little bit of everything over there. Hashtag Dejans only. Pickswise.com. Also, want to shout out Better Edge. That's right. 
If you're betting baseball every day, which I know some of you are going to be doing, <laughs> betterhedge.com is the place to do it. No vig. What gets uh what's better than no vig? I it's tough to tough to think. Legal in 40 states. Again, there's no house. You're just putting up your side of the action. Someone else is claiming the other side, kind of like a stock market. Buying and selling your shares every single day. They have a ton of uh, free contests as well. Some social aspects on the app. They got you covered over at betteredge.com. Use that promo code SGP for a free $10 play. B E T T O R edge.com. Promo code S G P. Joining us online to help break down the National League, he is Will Mormon. Will, uh, well, thanks for calling in. I know you're a your guy from the South. Wh- who is your team, uh, baseball wise? Chicago Cubs, baby. Oh, nice. How how'd you become a Cubs fan? You know, it, it's funny. As a kid, uh, my my great grandfather had uh time Warner cable, which used to have WGN. Yeah. That's so wait, that's uh, so funny because I, you, you weren't on the line for this, but earlier in the podcast, <laughs> I said, I became a white Sox fan for the same reason because WGN was one of the few channels we had and yeah, they would do Cubs and uh, and White Sox games. Exactly. And I picked the other side of the bush apparently. <laughs> well, and you gotta love Cubs fans. I mean, before they won, the they were just like true. Hashtag Dejans only. Uh, I'm just going out there, getting day drunk, day in, day out, not and and being huge fans, regardless of whether they won or lost. Uh, you know, and then eventually they eventually they figured it out. And, I was actually gonna, I was gonna make a guess that Will was a Braves fan. Yeah, I was thinking Braves. Everyone of, uh, TNT. in the southeast quadrant of the country. At least or Turner. TBS I was man. in. I, so I was at college uh, in Virginia in the early 2000s, 2000 to 2004. And if you didn't have a team from somewhere else, you were a Chipper Jones fan because Chipper Jones played baseball <laughs> the right way, and Chipper Jones was the kind of player that you wanted your kid to be. And so I just I, I was probably applying some level of stereotyping mm. to Will here, but I I figured Will was going to tell us he was a Braves fan. <laughs> My Go, bad. Going well. off, the, going off the grid. <laughs> going, going Cubs fan. Well, appreciate calling in, Will. Let's get into it. Let's talk NL East. You're the very, uh, very aforementioned Atlanta Braves. Ninety-one and a half is the win total. Marlins at a very low. Seventy-one and a half. Phillies eighty-one and a half. Mets ninety and a half. The Nationals eighty-four and a half. The Nationals uh, plus five hundred to win the division. Mets plus one sixty-three. Phillies seventy-five to one. Marlins twenty-five to one. Uh, or maybe maybe that's, Phil- that's my spare. Yeah, that's where it is. On the so <laughs> Phillies are plus seven fifty. I was going to say, yeah. how have I not bet this already? <laughs> and then Braves, Sorry. Braves are uh, plus one plus one forty here. I'll get I'll get to this first, and again, admittedly, not a diehard baseball guy at all, and that's why we have uh, the experts on. Are you about to bet on the Phillies? Well, <laughs> and, uh, they're they're a five hundred <laughs> club. Okay, that, I like the over there on the Phillies, of course. But how are the New York Mets? I'm seeing their World Series odds twelve to one. That that to me, will is that a misprint? Are the Mets actually going to be that good this year? Uh, I mean, on paper they should be, but then again. It's been that way for about three years now. They yeah. uh, they come into the season with a lot of talent on their roster, and then whatever happens, whether it be injuries, maybe losing their uh, their ace pitcher, it, it for whatever reason it never seems to come through. I mean, if you look at their their uh, transaction log this off season, they've been very busy, uh, arguably the most busy of any team out there. But uh, I don't know, man. It just seems like this year they kind of did a lot of 
sidestepping. It seems like they didn't really improve a lot, but they didn't really lose a lot either. A lot of ladder uh, moves. Yeah, this isn't a handicap, but uh, my uncle told me when I was younger that um, Mets, Jets, and 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 Nets. Uh, you root for them if you're a fucking loser. <laughs> So that's solid, <laughs> solid betting advice. So when I see the Mets to to you know to be good, they, they are kind of tied in with the they, Jets. They do kind of feel like the ultimate team that knows how to fuck it up, as Malcolm told us earlier. <laughs> and what what what's your uh, what's your kind of favorite bet so far season long for the NL East? Will is it a win total division? What do you what do you like here? Uh, I'm liking the over on the Washington Nationals win total. It mm. uh, it just seems incredibly low. Uh, for a team that, I mean, granted, they didn't look nearly as good last year, but they also picked up Josh Bell, who is a uh, going to be going to be a very good player for a long time. They picked up John Lester, Brad Hand, Kyle Schwarber, Alex Avila. Like they 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 picked up some really good faces this year, and I, this number just seems way too low for my opinion. Like I I truthfully think that they could be the team that makes a run for this division. Wow, and at plus five hundred, not a and, not a bad price. And to pile onto that, if you wanted to have some fun with the National League mm. MVP market, one of the favorites, Juan Soto, on that Nationals team is absolutely a live dog. So, uh, yeah, I I'm kind of with Will. That was my hot take of this division. It, it felt oh, to hot, me, hot, 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 hot. for the reasons we discussed about the Mets. Uh, it does, and of course, the one of the other favorites on the Braves and Asuna. But I, I would say I'm with you, Will. I'm I might uh, I might put a penny down on the uh, on the Washington Nationals, maybe two pennies, but no guys more. Got, guys got my natitude all all excited here. What about you? What about you, Malcolm? NL East is it a win total division play? What What do you find appealing here? This was the division that was really tight. There was there wasn't much um, being given away here. Um, the Mets, I do kind of root for them. They have spent some good money. They obviously got new ownership, um, and they had a lot of money to spend. This they they ransacked Cleveland for um, Carrasco and Lindor. Lindor's going to make a huge difference to them. Um, but I have written next to them in big letters: How are they going to fuck this up? They are going to do something <laughs> horrific. Um, Philly, you said Philly were a 500 team. Philly, the most 500 team you'll ever see. Yeah. Um, they just scream five. They're going to win 81 games, like fact. Um, no, just under. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Washington, I don't mind. The only thing that jumps out to me is slightly vulnerable is the health of the pitching. Max Scherz is, what, 35 now, is he maybe a bit older? And Strasbourg and even Hahn, who they signed. Um, it won't take much if, if they lose a pitcher or two. I think they might struggle a little bit. The only bet I had, and it wasn't a particularly strong one, was the under on the Braves. I've got the Braves at 88, uh, where the line's at 91 and a half. So not a huge gap. And like I say, this division, this division was the tightest, really, um, where you had four teams. And even Miami aren't too bad. Miami have built a really nice rotation. Um, they were sneaky good last year. They've got a decent lineup. Um, 71 and a half is quite low. Um, again, you've mentioned back in the back in the bad teams and all the divisions isn't a bad system. Um, but yeah, there wasn't much Atlanta under if I was, um, if you, if you twisted my arm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're taking the Marlins over at 71 and a half, not a horrible strategy just because, you know, making that trip down there, it's easy, especially yeah, maybe you're, you're still in that quarantine shape. 
dogging it a little bit in the Miami Heat, especially in the summer. Derek I could, Jeter I knows see, like, how to fucking win baseball games. Uh, I could see them, you know, Miami is actually, yeah, I could see them losing a couple or like some of these other teams in the division with the higher win total, giving a couple away to Miami. So I do. I, I like that uh, over 71 that, and a half and the NL East, you know, has, again, more of a historical thing because I, you know, I haven't been zoomed in as, as recently as I, I, I have been <laughs> in the past, but uh, it does. The NL East is one of those divisions where it seems like mayhem happens a lot. Like we have, we we seem to have chalk that finds a way to not be the the, the team that that ends the season on top. So, uh, yep. I, I'm, but I'm sticking with uh, with Will. I'm going to take the over on that Nats bet, and I'll and I'll uh, I'll sprinkle a little on the Soto MVP for the <laughs> National League. Oh wow, getting crazy. Well, and Ryan, breaking news. I realize this is the first episode in the sports gambling podcast history where we've had two people with accents all in the same episode. This oh, wow. is this is breaking news. We have a, a southern <laughs> accent and an English accent talking America's game. Wow. It's, it really doesn't get any this better. This is very American. We did well. We did have get the capper on the phone. <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. Well, <laughs> we did have capper uh, go. <laughs> Going against, uh, well, I don't think uh, I don't think the other guy had much of a Boston accent, but yeah, we we should get Capra on here oh, and get, no. the get the trifecta. Well, that's the that's the one accent that no one can understand. The, 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 just that thick Boston. It's a baby Somehow I wheel, man. I haven't lived there for twenty years, but I still have it. Problem, uh, you know. Anyway, NL Central. We got the Cubs eighty and a half, Cards at eighty six and a half, Reds eighty one and a half, Brewers eighty two and a half. Pirates all the way down to fifty-seven and a half. Pirates are eighty to one to win the division. Brewers plus two sixty. Reds plus three fifty. Cards plus one fifty. Cubs plus four hundred. Will tell me about your Cubs this year. Where are you at? Four to one. Is that is that low enough for you to think they got a shot here to win the division? You know, it pains me to say this, but but no, I I, I think the Cardinals take the division this year. Mm. It's going to be kind of a down year for the Central, I believe. Uh, the Cubs lost a lot, man. They lost Chatwood, Jason Kipnis, Cameron Maben, Jose Quintana, Hugh Darvish, Albert Almora, Cal Schwarber. I mean, they they lost a ton, and and granted, they they made some replacements, but I mean, when when Jake Arrieta and Jock Peterson are your best two signings in the offseason. It's a sign that it may be a long season. Um, the, the the Cardinals, you know, the, the Cardinals only their only real losses this year were Colton Wong and Dexter Fowler, which I mean, uh, you know, they're they're fan favorites more than anything. I feel like they're replaceable. And Dex Dex isn't the guy he was uh, four or five years ago, and uh, Colton Wong's always been more of a a role player, so to speak. And then they picked up Nolan Arenado in a trade, which I think is going to really help solidify a lineup that already had a lot of pop in it. It's just uh, it's it's tough for me to see any of these other teams. I mean, maybe the Brewers, but yeah, I mean, are any of these are any of these win totals your your favorite play, or is it the division there? I my favorite play would be uh, Cardinals plus one twenty to win the division. Uh, okay. Shop around, I'm sure you can find a better number. Or I mean. Uh, I'm seeing at points bet uh, minus 125 for the Cardinals to make the playoffs, which I oh, think would nice. be an even better bet, just because you get the insurance of the wild card. Yeah, you you back yourself up with the wild card. I like I, that. I have a fun fact for this division. Yeah, lay it on do, me. Do you know how many times uh, since 2001? Do you know how many times Cincinnati has won more than 81 games? <laughs> well, one time, three times. Wow, three times, and they're coming off a playoff appearance, so. Good, maybe a good time to fade him. What about you, Malcolm? Where are you at with the NL Central? 
yeah, this division was horrible. Um, <laughs> up until even a couple of months ago, nobody had done anything except lose players. I didn't realise Will was a Cubs fan and I wrote down a list of nasty things to say about him, which I'm now thinking twice about. Um, the Cubs, the lineup's okay, but they appear they were, in this era where everyone's um, throwing fireballs, everyone's looking for a 100 mile an hour pitcher. The Cubs have assembled this 1920s pitching lineup where everyone throws like, these 72 mile an hour knuckleballs and stuff. Um, and it's good. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice throwback. It's an interesting system they're employing. Um, Cincinnati have done nothing. And it was, as Will mentioned, it was the Arenado trade that really is the thing that separated the cards um, from the other teams. Um, a really weird trade from Colorado who were a badly run team. I don't think St. Uh, Louis are even paying for him. Um, so Goldschmidt in there, Arenado. However, as much as I'm going to say that, the this was the one division that really surprised me when I had a look at the numbers in that... I've got St. Louis at 79 games, which is way, way, way under. Um, so I would put that up on the under. I just think this division will keep cutting each other's throats because they're all very much of a muchness. Um, I like Pittsburgh over. We're going back to the well of the rubbish team again. I've got them at 66, mm. which is nine and a half over what the bookers have got them at. And following that, with the cards going so far under, um, the Brewers to win the division at 13 to five, which is what, plus 260. Um, I like the fact they added Jackie Bradley Jr. and Colton Wong. They've got some good starting pitching. Brandon Woodruff's going to have a great year. And they've got a really strong bullpen. Um, the best closer in the game, Josh Hader. Williams was rookie of the year last year. Brent Suter will have a good year. So I take Milwaukee and I'm going to go a little bit contrarian to what I thought I would. Um, and the cards under would be my other bet. I like that. I like the brew. I like taking a stab at the Brewers. But Sean, I'm gonna I'm gonna re- just lean into what I said earlier. You got to take the Reds under. Mm. Just, history is telling yeah. us, Sean. We're ta- in fact that might be one of the honorary teams that we just find our oh, way wow. betting okay. against. Maybe just fading the Reds. Maybe we just find a team to fade every day. You know, my wife's family <laughs> is from Cincinnati, and I do love the uh, skyline yeah. chili. But you like simple uh, systems, though. Yeah, it is fade <laughs> fade the Reds. That's very simple. Here's an even simpler system. Brew crew. Yeah. I like brews. Uh, the, the idea of a brew crew, they, like have that, slides. they have that slide, which mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they've, they've done the COVID pro, uh, precautions. Every I just time someone see, goes down, they yeah, spray it down. It's exactly. Good. I just want to see someone slide into a giant beer. And for that reason, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to take the brewers to win the division. I want to give a shout out to better than Vegas. That's right. Every day, giving free video picks over on better than dot Vegas. Uh, yeah, SGPN crew, we're all there giving out free picks. The uh, Capra contest coming to an end uh, soon. I, the bracket heating up there. They're giving away fifty five hundred bucks. Uh, I got to check in and see how that's uh, see how that's going. I've been eliminated. <laughs> Colby's been eliminated. Kramer was eliminated. Must be uh, someone out there giving out some really good picks. So you want to follow them as well as following our profile. And you can uh, go right to that page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Uh, check us out on Better Than Vegas. And bonus, we're also on a, a new platform, micro podcasting. It's called Riffer, R I F F R. Our handle on there, as you would expect, at Gambling Podcast. Already uh, dropped my elite eight nice. picks in there. One and one, although I did hit my lock, Baylor minus seven and a half. Cutching. Can't wait to do my first one. 
It's going to start by like the hello millennials. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have time for the entire podcast, <laughs> check us out on riffer R I F F R and our handle at gambling podcast, closing it out here for the NL is the uh, national league West. The uh, uh, arguably the best division Dodgers coming off the world series when their win total set at a sky high one Oh two and a half Padres, 94 and a half. Giants 74 and a half, Rockies 63 and a half, D-backs 74 and a half, D-backs 40 to 1 to win the division, Rockies 80 to 1, Giants 40 to 1, Padres plus 190 and Dodgers minus 250. It seems like the Padres uh, there there's I can't remember a year where we've had so much Padres World Series buzz. They of course signed that crazy uh contract to uh Fernando, how do you pronounce his last name, Kramer? Tatis. Tatis. Fernando Tatis, a 14-year contract. It seems like the Padres are going all in. Will, are you buying the uh World Series hype? Uh I'm not. Although I do believe that this division comes down to two teams. I mean, it's either going to be the Dodgers or Padres here. I mean, it's very clear. The Dodgers have the best pitching rotation in all of baseball, in my opinion, with Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, Trevor Bauer, Julio Arias, David Price. And then you have Dustin May that can also make spot starts. I mean, they could run a six man rotation and be just fine with it. But I mean, the, the Padres did pick up some good pitching, you know, Blake Snell, you Darvish. I love, I love the addition there. It's something that they needed, but you got to wonder how far can Tatis take this team? Because uh, we, we know that the Dodgers can hit the ball. It, I mean, as far as value is concerned, you're, of course, you're not going to lay the juice on the Dodgers to win this division. I mean, if you're going to play a value play, you, you, you're basically forced to take plus 195 with the Padres. But uh, I, I mean, it, my, my favorite bet from this division would probably be to just honestly just go ahead and take the Dodgers plus 170 to win the National League. Mm. Uh, because. I mean, it, it, in the end of the day, the Dodgers are probably going to win the NL again. They, they just bringing back too much talent. There's too much pitching talent here. I mean, when teams can only score three, four runs against you. Yeah. You're going to cruise. I I'm with you. I, I think the Dodgers path back to the world series is, is strong, but I would say I'm going to say under one Oh two and a half as far as the win total, just because I think it's tough to come back and win that many games after you already won the world series, you know, there were so many years where they got close. They got close. They got close. Now they win the world series. You know, I, I think it's going to be, maybe they take a little little hangover, little hangover. Listen, the COVID uh, party summer is coming in Los Angeles. I think a lot of these guys are going to be making up for lost time. You know, Justin Turner hanging out. I, I just can see this team very talented dialing it back in when the playoffs come, but maybe falling asleep at the wheel a little bit in the regular season. That is just a, that's just a gut handicap right there. Kramer classic gut handicap, Malcolm, where are you at with the NL West should be arguably, uh, you know, two super strong teams up top. Any interesting win total plays where, where you at with the division? My one bet, Sean, was the one you have just outlined. It was the under on the Dodgers Um, got them at 98, which is four and a half under the under the projected total. Um, they've added Trevor Bauer. Now there's, there's a long history of pitchers just struggling in a new place in the new season. Um, I'm lucky that without having a huge history of following baseball, I don't get the blanket coverage. So I, I don't get the stories around the games. I watch the games. I get the stats, but 
by all accounts, Trevor Bauer is a bit of a dick, isn't he? Um, <laughs> by all accounts. I, I mean, um, so it's not someone I really want to root for from what I've heard. Um, Will mentioned the, the, the pitching goes way deep. They've already put, just today, I think they put Price, David Price in the pen. Um, David Price opted out last season and they've put Tony Gonsolin in the pen as well. Um, so they've got some stars. San Diego are a bit unfortunate in the fact they might be the second best team in baseball, but the best team in baseball is going to be in their division. Um, Tatis is an absolute star. He's going to be a star for a long time. Love him. They made some great trades. They're relying on the upside of a few players. Um, Denelson Lamette, who could be anything. Um, and they've got a rookie called Jake Cronenworth, a little ginger fella, and he looks useful. <laughs> he hit the ball last year. Um, so they've got some upside there. Um, but the rest of the team's absolute bums. But the one pick I had, um, I agree with you, Sean, is the under on the LA Dodgers. Yeah, I know. I, I realize I'm kind of splitting hairs here because I'm I'm with Will for the NL. I like the I like the Dodgers to win the National League, but under I think under 102 and a half, it's just a little too high. Kramer, any anything from the NL West? Well, I, I mean, I think the only thing you just want to note here is while the total of 102 and a half is historical, yes, and just having a win total over 100 is crazy. Winning a hundred games has become a little bit easier over the last couple of seasons, as we've seen since 2017. So three seasons, we've seen 2017, 2018, 2019. We've seen a total of ten teams reach that mark. So my initial thought was, well, the best team in the league has gone over 102 and a half every single one of those years. So maybe we're overthinking it. I think the difference is, is you see much like we've seen with kind of Red Sox, Yankees in the past. You see in this case, the third highest win total in their division. So there's going to have to be some, some erosion there. And I think as far as the Padres, I do think it's pretty hilarious how a team that has historically is known for not spending money and known for letting their talent go elsewhere, uh, decided to spend money and, you know, granted investing in a young rookie cool, but investing in a guy who's barely played uh, for 14 <laughs> years. I mean, this is where you tell the college kids at least man, don't buy yet. Don't buy. <laughs> so I, I do find that to be interesting. I'm going to be rooting for the Padres. The Padres have a lot of awesome uniforms, San Diego, super fan, Justin Decker. He's going to be all over that. Uh, but Sean, I now live in Los Angeles. Yes. If there's one LA team I have adopted to be my own, it's the Doyers. So let's go, Doyers. Give me the over, but I came with a real bet. Colorado under. Malcolm Ooh. touched on it earlier. Just a complete dog shit of a franchise. <laughs> um and, and and they 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 don't know how to use their geological advantages to their benefit. Uh they have never been able to figure it out. They're giving away talent, uh pennies on the dollar. So you take the under. I think it was what, 64? 63 and a half. 63 so that half. is a very low under. But they, you know, they could lose a bunch of the Padres. Don't be that my one lesson because uh, I've done this for don't be scared of the, the small totals because sometimes teams just find a way to be really shitty. And if you're asking me gun to my head, what's more likely Dodgers go over Rockies go under Rockies go under. This is a hundred loss team. There you go. You heard it here first. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Bringing the heat professional. All right. Will any, uh, any other NL future stuff you want to throw out there? You like Dodgers plus plus one seventy to win the pennant, any uh, ML MVP, NL MVP, uh, Cy Young stuff. And and maybe even World Series. What what else? What other futures? Sean you got? needs you some like? bets. Well, come yeah, on, yeah, come on. 
Yeah, I'll throw two out there. Uh, we touched on Tatis a minute ago. I think uh, getting him nine to one for the NL MVP is a pretty good value, just on the fact that if nothing else, I mean, he's he's going to be the firepower behind San Diego's offense. I mean, it, they don't really have. I mean, they have other people, but it, he's going to be the he's going to be the man there. Like it's it's not like other teams where they're going to be. You know, like the Dodgers have Justin Turner. They got a couple of faces that can do it. I mean, it's. It's pretty much going to be Tatis or nothing for San Diego, and then uh, I, I like I like taking a little sniff on uh, Sixto Sanchez at four to one for the NL Rookie of the Year. Um, he pitched a little bit last year for the Marlins. He he, he impressed me pretty good. I mean, he's nothing. Just uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna blow you away or anything, but I think he uh, commands himself more than. Uh, someone with the, as little bit of experience as he does. And uh, the Marlins have always been pretty good at finding these young pitchers. Yeah. Good. I mean, yeah. Marlins, they, they know how to get a uh, young bullpen going. And Derek Jeter knows how to win fucking games. Kerber so. <laughs> always likes the crowbar and the Jeter oh, reference. The Come on. All right. Uh, Will one, uh, who do you got winning it all world series pick? Um, man, it's, it, I, I told you guys in the Slack channel, I'm going chalky. Uh, I think it's going to be the Yankees and Dodgers. Now you can pretty much flip a coin to decide which one of those probably wins it. But I, I really think it's going to be a, with those two teams facing off in the world series this year. All right, Malcolm, what do you, what do you got going for the uh, NL futures? Any, anything else we haven't hit on Cy Young MVP? Yeah. The, the Cy Young was the first one. Um, it's a bit chalky, but it's not too short a price. Plus four fifty. Um, Jacob Degrom on the Mets. Um, he's he won it last year. He's he just looks to be getting better and better and better. He's been touching three figures on the gun in spring training. And what made the bet stand out was the questions over his immediate competition. The names that are immediately below him. Trevor Bauer. We've already mentioned. I don't like a pitcher going into a new into a new team into a new stadium. Um, Max Scherzer is top of the betting. He's a, he's, he's an older man. He's, he's starting to miss time. Um, so I think for A, DeGrom is outstanding. And B, I think there's question marks over his competition. So the plus 450 there. And the second market was the home run market. Um, two of your Cincinnati Reds, um, Ryan. <laughs> so the projected leaders around about 42 home runs. Mike Trout looking at 42 home runs. I've got a couple of names on here. For the Reds, Eugenio Suarez at 28 to 1. And Mike Moustakis at 80 to 1, uh, projected 39 Ooh. and 36. That's not a that's a good week. If they have a good week, uh, a good fortnight, they can easily jump that 39 up to 43 or 44. Yeah. Um, and the other one on the Dodgers was Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is, I mean, a, a young star, 50 to 1 uh, in the home run market, projected 36. And again, it doesn't take a massive leap of faith for him to get hot. Uh, at some point of the season, get early to mid forties, and you've got yourself a fifty to one winner. So uh, those were those were mine. Just with uh, mentioning Sixto Sanchez that Will talked about, the Marlins sent him to the minors yesterday, and I was annoyed about that. I've drafted him everywhere. Oh, no. um, it, it, I wouldn't let that put you off the bet because there's a history of rookies who can come up later in the year and still uh, win rookie of the year, but it was just frustrating. I don't know why they did it. Um, he played last year. He looked nailed on for the rotation, but they did send him down. So I don't know if the, the Marlins are playing uh, games with that one. So all right, Malcolm, standout best. world series. What do you got? I went, I'm, I'm all New York. Uh, the Yankees at 11 to two, um, basically due to a lack of opposition. Um, there was nothing else that I think is going to come out 
out the division. So 11 to 2 gives them a chance. And the Mets with the other one, uh, 12 to 1. I think they've got enough to win the division. And then you're looking for a little bit of luck. You, at some point, they've got to get past the Dodgers. But 12 to 1 is a much better price than the plus 330. The Dodgers, I think it was a bit more value. All right. Like it. I'm going to go, even though I have the Dodgers to win the national league, give me the Philadelphia Phillies defeating the New York Yankees. Bryce Harper brings a ring home to Philly. That's worse than my lions prediction. And it would be, it would be 21 years since the last subway series in 2000, oh, the Yankees, uh, but fuck the Mets. <laughs> Kramer, anything, any other, uh, any other things you want to throw? No, out? I mean honestly, the the bets I have, the big bets I have, Colorado under, Washington over, Torres, and of course, you know, I got some Yankees. Uh, to, the other thing is, uh, stay tuned at Gambling Podcast because we will, we are searching for baseball's non fungible token. Mm. We need Top Shot for baseball. That's yeah. what we're getting into, Sean. Let's make some money on some fucking digital highlights. Yes. If you have an NFT for baseball, send that our way and uh, make sure you check out the guys giving out their free picks over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and do a bunch of articles. Always hopping on the podcast. Slack. Appreciate it. Uh yeah, and, and hop in the Slack. I know I know Will and Malcolm are always mixing it up in the Slack as well. Thank you guys for calling in. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And and actually, Will, what uh, throw out your Twitter handle? It's at Bball Betting One Hundred One. Oh, I like it. Easy to find. Very easy to find. And then, uh, yeah, you, Malcolm, you as well. What's your Twitter handle? Mal underscore B underscore Sport. All right, and uh, of course, uh, horse racing stuff oh. as well. Malcolm, uh, Malcolm uh, does it all there. Thank you guys as always for tuning in the sports gambling podcast rate and review the podcast for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green. And he is Ryan. All rise. Kramer. Court is in session. Kramer. Let it ride.